This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the seventh Sunday of Easter, the 16th of May. Everything that takes place in this church here and in any church has but one aim and intention, whether it be the baptisms or the first communions, confirmations, confessions, marriages and funerals, the one single aim is heaven. This is where we look since the ascension of Jesus into heaven that we celebrated last Thursday. And there have been all kinds of ways of depicting the ascension of Jesus into heaven in art down the centuries. The scriptures simply tell us that at the end of those days, after the resurrection, those 40 days, he disappears from their sight. He entered another reality. And the essence of this mystery of the life of Jesus is that he returns to God the Father so that he can be of more help to us by sending the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, but also by his intercessory role as the Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity. And it is this that we touch in worship. Because the ascension also signals to us a deep desire to worship, or at least it should. The scriptures tell us that after the ascension of Jesus, the disciples were to be found constantly in the temple, worshipping and praising God. Once they had witnessed the transforming of Jesus into this higher dimension, into the life of God, they wanted to just worship God. Our worship here below, the liturgy, the mass, is not just a celebration of life, a celebration of ourselves. It's not just a gathering to find deeper meaning and inspiration from each other. The liturgy is our participation now on earth in the heavenly life. From the beginning of Mass, when we make the sign of the cross, we are situating ourselves in the dimension of the Trinity. We are staring upwards, hoping and longing for a participation in God's life. Often in the liturgy, we ask that our voices blend with those of the heavenly court. Here we anticipate the eschatological or the eternal banquet around the throne of God. The ascension awakens in us this liturgical desire, this desire for worship, even though sometimes it might not feel much like heaven here. But thinking about heaven, as we must, can make us uneasy because it might seem it's not very grounded in things here. We might think that the role of the church is to make a better world for us. The paradox is that the more we think about heaven, the more we are concerned about what happens on earth. Think of the figures in the history of the church, be they canonised saints or not. The more they had their eyes fixed on heavenly things, the more they immersed themselves in the liturgy, the more they made a difference to the life on earth. And it's always precisely those who worshipped and praised God in the liturgy and looked upwards to the heights of God who could change things here below. These two worlds of earth and heaven are mutually inclusive. The work of the church begins when Jesus leaves the dimension of space and time. When he ascends to heaven, he clears the way for us to do his work on earth. So what do we hear the apostles do after the ascension? 
Before they preached, they went to the upper room and they prayed. Prayer, adoration always comes before action, before mission, before any social action. And they did it with Mary, who at that moment embodied the entire Christian faith in her heart. That's the model for the church anywhere. The followers of Jesus gathered in prayer around his mother and everything else comes after that and is very much secondary to that. Now, during this month of May, the Pope has asked us to pray this year the rosary each day specifically for an end to the pandemic. And touchingly, the Pope has added in the last year three new invocations to the litany of Loretto, the litany of Our Lady. Mater Misericordiae, the Latin for Mother of Mercy, Mata Spei, or Mother of Hope, and Solatium Migrantium, or Solace of Migrants. These are the new invocations to the Blessed Virgin Mary in the Litany of Loreto. Now, these are not new titles, really, since they have roots in Christian piety and tradition. Above all, they express the tender affection that Catholics have for Mary and the ever-growing desire to give her titles and honours that befit her role as God's mother and ours. In this month of May, let's take up our rosary beads again and use them as the strongest weapon we have in our arsenal against all the attacks on our faith, on life and on our culture, so that with Mary's prayers, we might enjoy a happy and just world, a happy and just future. Let us pray. Graciously hear our supplications, O Lord, so that we, who believe that the Saviour of the human race is with you in glory, may experience, as he promised, until the end of the world, his abiding presence among us, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen.